0: Em pie, big gun, Brian Petrie, giving not the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot, dog lock. That's the underdog, get a yeah, in the hunt. Send them homeless, KO or submission, get yeah, somebody done. Slime ball, Yeah, that's the parlay. We gon' make it known. Pick pop. from MMA Takes, yeah, let's get it gone. <laughs> Ooh, let's go, baby. Let's go. I've had to start this podcast. Two or three times of having some camera issues, I keep going out of focus, not starting again because I had a little bit of a monologue in the beginning, and it's coming from the heart, so I can't keep starting to stop and stopping, carting to stop because now it just feels like it's not coming from heart. It feels like it's scripted. Welcome to the podcast. I jump right in. Who gives a fuck? Brian Peter here. Big gun. See me in Anakin for and MMA takes podcast. We got the pick for this weekend. UFC Singapore, Max Holloway versus Korean Zombie. Early morning for us, East Coasters. Earlier morning for the West Coasters. But the European fans, those beautiful, passionate European fans get a night off and they get they get like a little, uh, they get a nice fucking time slot. And they deserve it. And um, I, uh, I don't love spots in this card, if I'm being honest. Sorry, I got to put my phone on silent. side. Don't love spots in this card. I love spots last week. Last week I'm down units, so maybe I'm up units here. We got all the hits, all the locks, two mortar locks, two parlays. We got the slime ball, we got the puke parlay. Green hammer coming at you. Uh, so we got everything, but before we get to the picks again, I'm going to want to kind of get into the t- stuff on the top. I got a couple things to get to. I'm sorry. Bear with me fast forward. If you don't want to hear this anyway, there was a gentleman. I think he was a gentleman who commented on the last post, my recap post where I was emotional. I was an emotional guy about, uh, about the haters about really, I think two people in general is what I truly think. I believe it is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, emotional and I, I maybe should have sat on that maybe not talked about it, but that's what I am. I'm a guy that. I talk about everything. I don't hide things from you guys. I'm not, but you know, why wear my heart on my sleeve? That's just the person I am. And I said something about uh how one of these guys messaged a podcast and kind of let their life out and and maybe I insulted that. I said weirdo vibes and this guy was like, "Well, hey, listen. I I, I find connection with podcasts all the time. I message them and let them know how great they are. I don't think that's weird." And you are 100% right. I appreciate every single message I get from people that enjoy this show, that enjoy me on the Anthony and like Florian. I get connections with podcasts too. I did not mean it in that sense. And and I think I misspoke and if I didn't misspoke, maybe I was just too emotional to speak correctly or really say the truth. I think finding connection with anything is a beautiful thing. Um, This person in particular sent a a message, a very personal message to one of the members of the Anakin Florian. And it was very, and the only reason I know that is because we were talking about how he might be the culprit of, said uh said bad reviews which is trying to bring the show down yeah yeah. anyway um and uh i just thought it was a little too much if i'm being honest with you my own personal self there's the camera blurriness again don't know what you're doing is it the hat is it the hat i got a huge pimple i gotta cover i gotta cover it up what's going on your camera anyway you're gonna have to deal with it youtube i'm sorry um but it was a little too personal for me i i polled other people and they all kind of said the same thing. But everyone's different. Everyone's whatever. I didn't mean to make light out of it. Um, you know, that guy is someone I don't like. I think he's a fucking scumbag. I think he's a two-face. And I guess I kind of used him as an example to bring everyone else down who makes connection podcasts. Me, myself. You know, I made a, a connection with several podcasts, including The Anakin Florian, before I was even on. So it's pretty crazy that I'm on the show now. Um, maybe that's why I take such negative feedback when they're trying to bring the show down in my name, that's maybe why I get so emotional because I care so much about the show. But I do apologize. I probably should have sat on the Monday show a little bit, but again, that's just kind of the guy I am. I shoot from the heart, you know, wear my heart on the sleeve, and, and I kind of go for it. And, and another clarification, another announcement. Monday, I was I was down. Monday, I, 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 I did some stupid things and, and went on Twitter and after the show and just really was just down. And now, this week, just the positiveness from everyone, and and then there's you know people that follow me that are sending me cool things in the DMs. Like Jackson made that cool emagrit, and you know we're talking fights with him. And I'm like, what am I doing? Getting so upset about two people, really? I mean, there might be more, but two that I've highlighted. Why am I getting bummed out about these cowards, these scumbags, these fucking pussies? Why am I getting bummed out about that when there's so many great people that have embraced me and have come on board? And we we'll have brought this show up because of the, you know what I mean? It's like, what am I doing with the negativity? Because Monday after the show, boys in a bad mood, before I went to bed, I'm on Twitter. I'm on both their Twitter pages just reading the replies and reading everything and being like, these are the guys. These aren't the fucking best, okay? These are the bottom barrel human beings, and you're letting these guys get to you? So fully embarrassed. I apologize if I... Seemed unrational or irrational However you say that fucking word uh, Probably wasn't the best mind to do that thing But you know what it is That's just that's what you're going to get You're going to get emotion from me okay? You're going to get emotion I might have to take out the hat off But it, again this is what you get You see this pimple right here I'm wearing the hat because of that pimple I just had my wife pop it I don't pop pimples And uh it felt like she was screwing something in my head So I had to throw on the green money hat Uh Just because I, I don't want to look like a dunce But I think it's fucking up my camera Fuck you camera Anyway so there's that. Um, and the big news, not the big news, but a good news is, you know, I ordered the I ordered two things at the same time. Order the boxing robot, which I know another commenter said, hey bro, don't get scammed. I've emailed them with enough. I don't think I'm getting scammed. Also, they pushed it to late September, which I think I said, if, if if they start pushing it to October, November, I'm out, right? I'm out. Right. But we'll we'll wait here. But the same time I did that, I ordered some custom boxing gloves. Your boy's getting back in shape. Your boy wants to get to gyms. Your boy is putting work in, in the garage. Um, and I had some Cleto Reyes. Those were 10 ounces bag, Mick gloves. I bought some Salvador Mexican gloves off box up nation, shout out box up nation just because I wanted a, a 16 ounce to, you know, to get the weight right. But I ordered a custom pair, which I've never had before. I've never had a custom pair. I wanted some customs from winning and stuff like that. But unfortunately, uh, the wait times are ridiculous and, and whatever. Um, so I went Fly Sports UK. They're a UK brand. A lot of UK boxers are wearing them right now. I think I quickly talked about it on the podcast. I didn't share the design details, but they showed up today, right here, baby. We got them. We fucking got them. So after I do, boom. After I do the pick them, we're gonna open those up. I'm gonna do a first ever unboxing. I'm gonna put it on my socials. Maybe a YouTube short, something like that. Uh, I've people still do unboxings, right? People seem to be excited to see them. I'm excited to see them. Um, cause I, you know, I went simple. I'm a simple guy. I don't love a ton of shit on gloves. I mean, you know, some people have their own style. I kept it simple. I worked with Sophia and we kind of, um, had a couple colors. I wanted to kick around and, and we went with, with what I went. It's not green, even though green is my favorite color. It's not green. Uh, cause I, the Cleto Reyes And, and I guess Salvatore's a little bit green too So that's Nerd Turk, Nerd, Nerd Talk, Nerd Alert Um, but I will be posting that on socials After I do this Pick'em, uh, you'll probably be seeing that Before you see this Pick'em, but I'm fucking excited Baby, I'm fucking pumped up And I'm more pumped up for the fights Let's fucking go First fight of the night, you got Sung Sung Wung, Wu Choi Minus 165 versus Geron Uh, Gerono, wait, Brian God damn it, you're better than that jarno aarons plus 140 jarno aarons uh you know he split decision gomez in his debut and he looked lost in there to me it looked like he didn't know what kind of fighter he wanted to be gomez is a little bit better than i guess i give i've given him credit for so it's not a horrible loss we haven't seen him since there 12 4 1 plus 140 not a huge dog you got sung woon choi who is a power puncher chinny a little bit cardio not there and he's getting the he's getting the favorite price of minus 165. The thing is with with Aaron's is not just USC debut, but the the stuff on the regional scene, I just still don't know what kind of fighter he wants to be. I feel like he's going to try to grapple in this fight, which might be beneficial for him because Troy's best bet in any fight will be to stand up. Um, so I think Choi will, will will look to stand up. Hopefully, he has a little bit of cardio here. It's in his part of the world, so the traveling isn't going to be a huge excuse for him. Weight cut, he's a longer guy, so maybe you can go weight cut, but I don't love this fight. If I'm being honest with you, this fight scares me. This is a haunted house fight. I have something great to pop out. You know, I think if you are if if you got some balls and you got a little cash and you want to go dog hunting, go Aaron's first fight of the night. I'm going to go Choi just because I think he's a better overall fighter, um, you know, he's chinny, and his cardio is a problem. He always bet cardio, and I'm going the opposite way here. I'm going Choi. Uh, I think you can catch Aaron's probably in that first round. I think Aaron's is a little bit of a um, a, a boring fighter at, at, at times, and I think Choi's going to, you know, expose that. Sometimes these boring fighters do get exposed a little bit when they come out there, and they, they don't really have a game plan. They're like, well, I guess I'll wrestle. I guess I'll stand up. He stands up. Yeah, slept a little bit. All right, next up, you got Nah leong or Leon Nam plus three ninety versus JJ aldridge, uh minus minus five twenty. So JJ aldridge must have talked. She's she's close friends with Rose Units. She must have talked Rose into coming back, right? Because Rose flirting with retirement. She must have talked Rose into coming back because she's getting a layup here. Leon Nam has been knocked down her two UFC performances. She is not a great fighter. She's got the huge number. JJ aldridge is minus five twenty. JJ needs to win. I believe she's coming off two losses herself. High level competition, but. JJ Neeson wins. Her boxing is, is always pretty good. She doesn't have the biggest power in the world. Her takedown of fan, or excuse me, her takedowns are, are getting better. She's become, becoming more well-rounded. Not the most potent finisher, though, but Leong Na, she's been knocked around a few times, and she's not UFC quality. JJ Aldrix, I think, again, is getting a favor here. They're like, hey, we appreciate you getting Rose back. Thank you. We're going to send you to Singapore. But, 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 but... You get Liang Na. Is what what do you think? And you're getting paid, right? She's like, yeah, sure, I'll fucking take it. Minus 520 is a little too stiff for me. Maybe JJ Aldridge within the distance. Because again, she hasn't, you know, she hasn't finished a ton of people. So that might be a nice little fucking number for you, huh? On a Saturday morning, a nice little juice number. But um mm, no, I'm gonna go JJ Aldridge. but I don't know if I if I love betting this fight, you know. But you know, your boy knows chicks. And I feel like I get made fun of sometimes wearing a hat. My head's so so fat and it accentuates how fat my face is. But with this money green hat, I think your boy knows chicks a little more with that. You know what I mean? Uh, Next up, we got... uh, This is going to be a name. Yusaku Kinoshita versus Billy Goff. Yusaku Kinoshita. I think I fucking nailed up Versus Billy Goff. Billy Goff plus 115. Uh, Kinoshita is a minus 135. Kinoshita was the... I think they're calling him the Japanese Diaz a little bit. He kind of don't give a fuck. He goes out there in the contender series. He's cracking people. Striking's pretty good. Uh, Fucking threw up a dud his UFC debut, which I thought I was going to clean up on that. Threw a dud performance, in my opinion. This is his part of a world... Low number here. Minus 135. He's going to have the fan base. He's going to have the time zone. He's going to have a lot of things working for him. Billy Goff making his UFC debut here. Come off like a contender series win where people really rallied around him. He had a nice story to him. I made fun of the stories a couple weeks ago, but this guy had a nice little story to him. <clears throat> he's grimy, right? He, he's just a grimy dude. I I think, you know, Kinoshita in the first round is going to be a problem. If you want to play Kinoshita first round KO, I think that's a great fucking play, right? I just struggle because I think Billy Goff is just scrappy and we're getting plus money. So I'm going to take him. No, I'm going to take him. I'm going to lock him up. Babe. Hey, this is dog. Hello there, dog. Lock him up. Dog lock. Billy golf. Plus plus one fifteen. a little bit of a puppy dog. Lines are obviously subject to move, but I just think the griminess, I think second, third round, he's going to take it over. I think you win a decision here. I think Kinoshita is right now in his, what I've seen of him so far, I think he's kind of a one-two round fighter. I think if he doesn't get you out of there and you got a grimy guy that's staying in your face, it's not going away. I think that might be a problem there for, uh, for Kino Shita. So give me Billy Golf, plus 115, dog lock in the night. Strap it up, lock it up. That's what we're talking about. All right, next up, we got Kyung Song, right? That's his name, plus 270 versus uh, Rolando Bedoya, minus 340, little surprise, Bedoya. Got this number, right? He looked great against Chaos Williams. Took shots, right? Coming from Peru. Peru's on a fucking rise right now. A lot of Peruvian guys are getting signed off the uh, Contender Series. Shout out Kenny Florin. He's he's a Peruvian descent. Uh, and Badoya is a little unxuming. He's kind of got a body, a weird kind of body type, you know, like a weird you know, rib cage, like, you know, he just doesn't look great shirtless, which is okay. Okay. It's what it is, but he's a scrapper. He's tough. He's got a chin on him and Keon song, you know, he dropped Ian Ian Gary hard. This guy can strike. He's got some knockouts, but he's not a great nail. You know what I mean? When, when the pressure starts coming and you putting, you're putting something on him, uh, he fades and he fades quick. I think he's a limited fighter here um I, there was going to be a parlay of me that i was going to do that i was going to give out i have abandoned it but now i'm going to give it out anyway all the asian fighters right either asian american or, or or asian fighters put them in a parlay they could clean sweep over here in ufc singapore right they could clean sweep i don't think it's going to happen but imagine the money on that parlay however I'm, I'm taking Badoya, even though I just gave out that part. That's like that's like a lottery ticket part. Like, put five bucks on it. Why not? Uh, I think Badoya is just is 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 a good fighter. I think he was underrated. I think he debuted against Chaos Williams, which is such a hard thing to do. Um, that dude can put out a horse and he took his shots and it was close. It was a fucking close fight. Chaos Williams is not a bad fighter, has some good wins, been in UFC for a little bit now. And Badoya debuted against him. Not easy to do. Keon Sung does have a punch. He's long, lanky. He does have a good right hand. Um Bedoya's obviously got to be careful with that not overconfident not him going fuck dude I I I went Cass Williams young Song and I minus 340 Pff, I'm cruising cruising for a bruise in here right no that's how you get knocked out don't get knocked out I like Badoe here I like him by finish um a fight that you could probably throw in some parlays I'm okay with throwing him in a parlay that to be in my parlay per se the two that I have however uh, I wouldn't mind him uh, in anybody's parlor. I think that's a good fight. All right, next fight. Chidi chitty, chitty Bang Bang. Chidi and Juquani 110, versus Mihail Oleshechek, minus 110. Pick them fight. Line's moving. Check check your local book right now when you're listening to this. Line's probably moved. We got a banger, boys. We got two guys that don't like the ground. We got two guys that like the crack, right? Mihail Oleshechek, which I I'm nailing, by the way. He fought at 205, undersized, fights at 185. Really could fight out 170 if you really wanted to. I like him at 85, though. He's doing good work. Chidi's a guy who can just put you out with anything. Big, big power on this guy. That Tim voice Vervo- I can't even do his voice. It's so fucking great, that voice he's got. Big power. Big power, little cardio. Big power, not great fight IQ. You know what I mean? He handles himself better on the ground than I thought he would. His kicks are pretty good. He sets up his punches pretty well. But Ola man, this dude, body work, his boxing, his constant movement, and he doesn't, he's fearless. He'll he went after the biggest 205ers undersized. He's gonna be going after Chitty here. Minus 110. That's my send him home, baby. <sighs> send him home. Here's minus one ten. I love that play. I'm playing, I'm playing him by knockout as well. Um, I just think Chitty is going to have some success here for sure. You know, has only been knocked out one time in his UFC career. Other times, guys take him down and submit him. Chitty might want to play that wrestling game if he gets touched a few times in the body, a few times in the head, but I've seen some quit in him. I've seen him get in some tough spots and quit. I don't think there's any quit in this new Mihail Oleshechek, which I love saying his name because I can say it, at 185. Cardio's there. Movement there. Power's still there. Uh, From coming down to 205. And and the speed hasn't been a huge difference here. And I don't think Chitty's the fastest guy in the world. He's got great timing. He can land something hot. Put you down for sure. You have to be careful with that at all times. I think the best play. This was almost a green hammer. But I made him. I sent him home. Mihail Mihail Lolašacic sent him home by knockout. Minus 110 money line. I love all those plays. However, under. Whatever the under is. I love that fight, not going to decision, which is probably a crazy, number, mortgage your house on it. No way this fight goes to decision. Someone's getting knocked the fuck out and I can't wait. This is great matchmaking. Let's go. All right. Next up. We got, uh, Toshia. How do you say this guy's name? Toshiami Cosma. Toshiyami. T- Toshiami. There you go. Toshiami Cosma versus Garrett Arnfield. Uh Cosma's plus 135, Arnfields minus 160. Both these guys. I'm surprised. You know what? I I, I don't want to question UFC because I feel like they know what they're doing, but I really want to know why the card placement's the way it is. This fight, I think, should maybe this could have been maybe the curtain jerker. This could have opened up the fight. Both these guys aren't guys that I'm like writing home about. They're not really guys I'm talking about at fucking family picnics. You know what I mean? If I'm talking about any fighters. You know, Cosmo's got that look, though, right? I mean, let me let me play his file again if you want to look on the screen. Look at him, look at him. He's got that fucking boy band look to him. Look at the hair, man. That's a dude that's probably in a K-pop band somewhere, right? I think he's Japanese. Is he Japanese? Yeah, he's Japanese. You know, they they love pop culture in Japan. He's he's definitely into pop pop culture. What's that? So he, I mean, if, if it doesn't work out in the UFC, hopefully the dude can sing or at least fucking dance, you know what I mean? Because he's got a future in that. Arnfield, I think, is just it's just kind of, a, you know, a solid fighter who's a little forgettable, if I'm being honest with you. And that's just maybe the biggest insult I could ever say, but he's just a little forgettable. Cosma got knocked out in the finale of Road to UFC against an absolute stud in the first round, so what are you going to do? He's a killer or be kill fighter. His chin is in question, but he goes after it. He's aggressive. He's got a great knockout on the road to the, road to the UFC as well. Um, and you're hanging a plus money on him. and There's not a lot of plus money on this card that I like. So I'm going to go with Cosma here. I'm going to go with the doggy dog uh, over Arnfield here. I think he has to take Arnfield out quick within the first one or two rounds. I think his cardio is a little weak, and I think his chin could be weak as well. Arnfield's got to come in here with a pretty good game plan, but give me Cosma. Uh, as a little dog here over Armfield, I think Cosma's getting, you know, we got put out like 30 seconds in, in the finale against Nakamura his last time out. So people are maybe degrading him or whatever, but he is a good striker, you know, lets it hang out. It's a wild man. Um, and I think he could catch Armfield if he gets a little too wild here and Armfield's not ready for it. So give me Cosmo. Uh, should be a fucking fun fight, man. Should be a fun fight. All right. Next up, big boys. Cole Cortez El Costa versus Louis- Lucas brisky. Um, I was a little higher on Costa than I was Until he fought recently I think he's athletic I think he needs to really work on his leg kick defense And he's tough though He took big leg kicks And he was switching stances But I mean some guys who have been around that long Like him would quit I mean the leg is shredded He didn't quit getting kicked by big boys And Bretsky, If you look at Bretzky pre-UFC The guy had a nice little body on him Right Got a nice little body. Now in the US, you know, so much, you know, he's got that USADA body, you know, I'm not saying nothing. Hey, just what these eyes, what these eyes see, you know what I mean? That's all it is. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think this is kind of a bowl of spaghetti fight here at heavyweight. I'm not doing the heavyweight over hammer. I wouldn't fucking dare do that to you guys. I wouldn't fucking dare do it. Uh, I like Acosta here. I don't have a great strong lean Presky has shown some decent chin in the past. He's been dropped 1,500 times. He seems to get up. Cardio kind of a problem. He could lay on Acosta here. Acosta is not taken too seriously here. I think Acosta hasn't beat everywhere though. Probably by decision, but I ain't gonna fucking play it till it happens. You know what I mean? Shit, just go Acosta under. If I think it's going over, go under. You know what I mean? Because fade me and get the money. I don't care if I'm right. I care about you winning money, babes. So uh, give me a cost, a fight that I'm not looking forward to. And back, back to the heavyweight division here. We got Junior Tafa minus 150 versus the Steakhouse, baby. Parker Porter plus 125. So we picked this fight in the Anken Florian. Go check that out. That's been out since Monday. Um, I picked the Steakhouse. And I think I'm going to keep with it. Um, I kind of had like not a vision, but Parker's been knocked out by Justin Taffa. And Parker is a liability on the feet. He has been hurt. And Junior Taffa apparently is the better Taffa brother. He fought in K1 kickboxing. You know, he's a younger guy. He's got big, big power. But man, his debut against Mo been a fight where I thought he should have won. He just didn't have that gear. Wasn't ready, in my opinion. Now you're getting Parker Porter, who, if you look at his stats, doesn't land a ton of takedowns, right? But he's going to need to. He's going to need to land a takedown on Junior Taffa here. He stands up. He gets put out. So, I'm going to go with Parker Porter, maybe some kind of late second, third round TKO, maybe a decision win. Still undecided on that. Parker Porter money line is my play, plus 125. However, I do, I do like Junior Tafa first round knockout. Junior Tafa first round knockout is going to be a great play. I don't think you're going to get a great number on that. I think Vegas and everyone's going to steam that line. I think that's a smart line there. Um, but I do think that's a good play. So Junior Tafa first round knockout, I think you should add that to your card. But for me personally, for the Pickhams, what I'm gonna do, Parker Porter plus 125. That big fucking hairy bald dude is. I feel like just gonna take him down, lay on him, beat him up, elbow him, elbow him, gas him out. Because Parker Porter, even though he's you know he's built like a steakhouse, the guy's cardio is not bad. He can go three rounds. Um, and I don't know if Tafa can. I don't know if Taffa is UFC ready yet. But goes out there, phew, one shot knocks out Parker Porter. He silences everybody and. That's usually, that's like the and flows in MMA. We got a guy, K1 kickboxer, everyone likes. His brother's been in the UFC for a while. Junior Taffa comes over, looks like dog shit. I mean, you know, against Mo Uzman a fight I thought he should have won. And then everyone's down on him, right? You know, even though he's a favorite, everyone's still kind of down on him. And then he goes out there and silences everyone with just a quick knockout of Parker Porter. That's how fucking MMA works But I'm going to go Parker Porter I'm going to go against MMA God's I'm switching it up, switching it up Next fight I'm looking forward to Aaron Blanchard, minus 150 versus Tyler Santos Plus 125 Again, back to the placement on the card This should be co-minute event. I don't want to see Anthony Smith, Ryan Span again. It, they just fought not that long ago I think this should be co-minute event. I think Tyler Santos, my thing Tyler Santos just fought for the title Had a very close fight with Shevchenko Aaron Blanfield's gonna fight for a title this should be co man. Um, I'm a huge Aaron Blansfield fan. I'm riding with Aaron Blansfield. You know, slimeball slime parlay cannon number one. I threw up the deuce, but it's number one. Um, I think she's not going to rush takedowns. I think she's getting comfortable with her stand-up here. Talos Santos is... A big, strong woman. She can take the fight down herself, and she's got some power. I think Blanchfield proved in the Andrade fight, I can stand up a little bit. I don't have to just spam takedowns and rush takedowns. I'm okay on the feet, right? Work in progress. I'm 24 years old. I'm not going to go out there and stand up on the feet for three rounds because her grappling's that good, her top pressure's that good, her jujitsu's that good, and her ground and pounds that good. She's violent on top. She's a finisher, and I love that about Erin Blanchfield. I don't know if she gets get Tyler Santos out of there. I don't know if we're gonna see a finish. I would like to. I would like to say second, third round finish for Aaron Blanchfield, but I'm taking Blanchefield money line at minus 150. I think that's low. I think that's great. Putting in a parlay as well. Um, I really like that spot for, for Aaron Blanchfield here. I think this is a big win. I think she wins this fight. I know she's young, but she's young, but now proven if she gets through Santos, in my opinion. And I think she fights the winner of Grasso Showchenko. If Shachanko wins, you might have to run Grasso back. And then we might see Blanchfield versus someone else, but man, I would just I would love to see Aaron Blanchfield fight for the title next if she gets through Santos. If she finishes her, fuck rematch and fuck the rubber match. Give Santa or give Blanchfield uh, the title shot right away. That's how I feel. Give me Blanchfield all over. Next up, we got. Uh, oh, almost didn't do the graphic. Rina Nakamura minus eight hundred versus Fernie Garcia plus five fifty. So. I've sound like a broken record. I love when Japanese MMA is popping. I love that the UFC has this surgence of Japanese stars. Um, Japanese MMA is is iconic. It's kind of where the sport originated from. If you if you really want to get to the nuts and bolts of it, Japanese fans are some of the most respectful, polite fans in the world. And I love that they're getting fighters here. Nakamura might be that fucking dude. He's him for the Japanese fighters, in my opinion, right? Fought Kazma on the Road to UFC UFC finale, knocked him out in run one. This dude's a grappler, right? This dude has all finishes of his seven wins except one. This dude is a grappler, but he's got power. He's got confidence. He don't give a fuck. He's mean in there, and I love that. Going against Fernie Garcia, who's 0-2 in the UFC. I thought he was younger than he was. He's 31, never been finished before. That's where the green hammer comes. Where is that? I'm not even looking at it. Yeah, boo, baby. Green hammer time. Green hammer time, baby. So, Rinya Nakamura is a stud. Minus 800. What are we going to do with that, right? He finished his last guy in the first round. First Guy before that, he finished in the first round. Pretty much all his finishes in the first round. He does have one uh, decision win. Still young in MMA. Great wrestler. Great grappler. Big, powerful guy. Fernie's never been finished. 31 years old, been fighting MMA for a little bit, never been finished. Give me the over one and a half. Plus 125 over one and a half. I think the first round we're going to sweat. I think Nakamura's going to knock Fernie around in that first round. But I think he's going to set a win. He's going to wrestle. We're going to get maybe a late finish or decision win for Nakamura. I think he dominates. I don't know if he gets him out of there in round one and a half. But the multi-unit prop play, the green fucking hammer, over one and a half plus 125. I'm going against the trends. I'm going against Nakamura if in minus 800. He's going to blow this guy out, which I think he does. But no finish uh, unless it's over one and a half. We're cashing this bitch two weeks in a row, baby. Let's go, Greenhammer. dude. I just to, when I get something like this in my hand, I don't know if it's like my ancestries or if I'm just a crazy person, but when I want to get like a blunt object in my hand. I just want to fucking smash it. For some reason, boom. There you go, green hammer, baby. And I love Nakamura. Oh, and he's one of two Mortal Locks. I forgot to mention that. He's kind of Mortal Lock Part Two. Uh, we'll get to the Mortal Lock next. All right, Jigokuchaise. Next up, Jigokuchaise minus two forty-five. It's Alexis Uh Bruce Lee plus two hundred. So, Giga, you know, was the next big thing. This guy was going to fight for a title, you know, um, beating everybody. Runs into Calvin Cater, got knocked around. But you look at the Calvin Cater fight, which I watched back, he showed some heart in that fight. He was gassed and he was getting the shit kicked out of him, but he landed 120 significant strikes on Cater. He landed shots. Cater's just too much of a man for him that night. Bruce Lee was a hard guy to finish, but he can be finished. Usually it's on the ground, on the feet. He does get hurt. He does get buzzed a little bit. I think Giga is just so much, or Giga, excuse me, not Giga. Giga is just levels ahead in the kickboxing. I think Caceres is coming off some a nice little steam. He's got some steam. He's got some wins, right? And I think he's coming in coughing. I think he wants this fight. This is the big fight for him. And uh, I think this is this is this is a, a great spot for Giga here. I think Giga wins. I think Giga finishes as well. His body kicks are nasty. His hands are getting better. He really, primarily, his kicks are sick. Um, but I see a body kick rip over uh, Caceres here. Kenny Florian put five units on Giga. This could be a parlay piece for anyone out there. I'm gonna pass on parlays. We haven't seen him a little bit. Bruce Leroy can surprise if he decides to grapple. That's obviously the unknown with Giga, even though his takedown offense has gotten a lot better since he came in the UFC. I like Giga here. I like Giga by finish. Minus 245 is not a number I'm running away from him. I'll play a money line. I'll prop him up. Maybe I'll find the same game parlay. Who knows? But I like Giga here big. This could, could, this could be another mortal lock. I can see a lot of people loving Giga here, and uh, rightfully so. All right, in event. Shouldn't be the comment event, but it is. Anthony Smith, plus 105 versus Ryan Spam, minus 125. So Anthony Smith is on Bisbing's podcast, or at least, I don't know if he's a full-time member. I don't listen, but I know he has been on and I think he's like kind of the co-host or whatever. He does UFC desk as well. Very well-spoken, very smart guy. I like him in those spots, right? He did his, uh, pre- like, uh, scrum today, right? And he's talking shit about Pereira. Going, oh, Pereira's not the big dog we thought he was. Look at him at 205. He's not big. Anyway. And I'm like, the fuck are we talking about? The guy's big. He's huge. What are we talking about, Alex Smith? What are we doing here? I, both these guys, I said this on the end of This is a bowl and spaghetti fight. Kenny picked Span. I picked Anthony Smith. I'm all of the shop for this. I'm not betting this fight. I can't. I hate not betting a co-main event. I truly do. I'm taking Anthony Smith by the dog. He beat Span last time. Smith, I feel like is one foot in, one foot out. But I feel like him and Span got some heat, so I feel like he's all in on this fight. I think Span's fight IQ is bad. I think Anthony Smith is durable, so I think Anthony Smith could get dropped in this fight. Span follow up on the ground, get caught in a submission, yada yada yada. Warp, tire himself out. Smith comes comes back and TKOs him. I see a finish happening. I might dive into the prop pool. <laughs> Jackknife dive into the prop pool. That might happen. But I'm taking Anthony Smith. I don't have the best read on this fight. Um, it's a quick rematch. I know they don't like each other. Low number. They're flip flopping back and forth. This is the number I got yesterday. So again, check your local book. But uh, right now, Smith is the plus 105 dog. Is probably going to get close to a pickem, and or Span just gets bet up. Um, but I like Anthony Smith here. I think Span's IQ is it, fight IQ is just not good. I think he's going to struggle. I think he's extremely athletic. I think he's powerful. I think he has all the tools to win, but I think he struggles with the fight IQ and a little bit of cardio there. And I think Anthony Smith might have his fucking number here. They didn't fight that long ago and Smith beat him. So, you know, give me Anthony Smith, even though I thought he looked completely lost against Johnny Walker. And I think leg kicks are a big problem. I think Ryan Span could just spam. See what I did there. Nailed it. I think he could just spam leg kicks, big, powerful guy, spam, leg kicks. Chop his legs off And Smith gets very weary about that And has been chopped down multiple fights Um And just don't fall into the ground Don't fall into that guard He's got a good guard If I was Ryan um But he's got to go out there and prove it Because I think Ryan Spann has all the tools to be a great fighter He's a great fighter But to be like world class champion level Top five kind of guy I think he has all the tools He could be an exciting fighter But he's really got to clean up some of the fight IQ And what he does in the cage Alright main event Max Holloway, minus 850. I think this has come down to minus 800 versus Korean Zombie, plus 520. So I, I put five units on Max Holloway. This is something a capper should never do. Max Holloway is 8 to 1. I'm putting a tremendous amount of money on him for what, right? For what kind of payback, right? This is fake money. This is the Anakin Florian money. But still, what kind of payback we get in there? However, this is a lightning bolt. Boom, just hit me. Max is gonna dominate. I think Zombie's done. I hate saying that. I got a Korean Zombie shirt after he fought Leonard Garcia. It, it, the famous shirts. It doesn't fit me anymore. My wife wears it, but still, I got one. Right. Um, I just think Max is too clean on the feet. Zombie just he 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 he's taking time off, which I like, but he hasn't evolved. He's hittable. He's got power, but is that really gonna matter against Max? He got outboxed by Volkanovski. I think Max's chin's gonna be on display here. His volume's gonna be on display here. And I just, I mean, listen, I think Max Cruz is here. That's my Mortal lock, you know, uh, give it to the Mortal lock team. And I gave you two Mortal locks. This is the, the real one. Mortal lock one. And Nakamura's Mortal lock two. Um, I just think Max Cruz is here. I just don't see. I just, I just, I literally can't see a world where he loses. I just can't see a fucking world where he loses. That's scary, but it's the truth. It's the truth with two Fs, right? Um, so I like, I like Max Holloway big here. Um, man, I, I, and he, Max doesn't get a ton of stoppages, but I do think he will stop Zombie later in the fight. Uh, third, fourth round, just too many punches. Ref's going to step in. Um, give me Max Holloway. All right, so real quick, we'll try that again. Take two. Recap on the locks. Billy Goff, dog locks. Send him home. Mihail, Ola Oleshechek. Two more locks. We got Rina Nakamura, and we got Max Holloway. Greenhammer. Green Hammer. Over one and a half, Nakamura-Ferno-Garcia. That's an over one and a half, plus 125. All right, so two parlays I teased. That's two of them. First one, slimeball parlay. I think this is a winner. I think this is a slam dunk winner here. You got Max Holloway. You got Gigo Chikotse. You got Aaron sealed. You got plus 163. I've already spent the money, okay? Think about that. Money spent. So if it doesn't win, I'm in trouble. Why am I talking so much of my ass? money spent boys? I think this is a winner winner chicken fucking dinner. That is Max Holloway. That is Giga That That's Ann so That's plus one, six, three. And I had to add this in because when I see free money, at least in my opinion, I have to take it. But being a handicapper, I think I have to mail my handicapper card back to the handicapper warehouse. Um, because this is just such a puke parlay, and that's what I'm calling it. It's the fucking puke parlay here. Max Holloway, Rinya Nakamura, money line each. Two way parlay, two minus 385. <laughs> it's such a joke. I'm giving that out. Anybody can give that out, but I just see free money. I don't see these guys losing. I think it's free money, right? So that's a multi-unit play. That's a four-unit play, maybe. I don't know. Am I going to get crazy? I might get crazy. I might get crazy. Puke parlay. I can't believe I just gave that on the podcast. I'm disgusting. We have to go take a shower after giving that crap out. All right. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, love everybody that's commenting and subscribing and and, and and interacting with me. You guys are the fucking best. Uh, Brian P.G. MMA on all social medias. Go rate and review on Apple to, uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. I think I broke 100 on Spotify reviews. Just ma ma ma, you guys are the best. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, next week I don't know if I'll do a recap show next week, but pickums next week for sure, of course. As always, you guys are the best. Um, I think that's it, boys. I think that's it. Let's make some nicks with our man Brian H. A Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. <laughs> this is with our man Brian Petrie.